Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's about that time to go around the NFL with the nosebleed seeds to show everyone. You can afford to listen to Zach Wilczek alongside Eric Chiafalo. Chi, we love talking the pigskin, and there's always something to talk about in the world of the National Football League. And we're going to start off with a team that you know and love, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. They have come out and announced they plan to franchise tag star wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Yeah, man, right from the jump. Is it, today was, uh, or yesterday was the first day that you could start franchising people. And the Dolphins come right out. I was expecting them to kind of slow play it. There's really no rush here. Let's see if we can maybe get a deal done, figure out what we want to do. If we get down to the wire and we can't figure it out, boom, we'll throw the tag on them if that's what we feel like doing. But, man, they went right out with it. Day one, boom, slap it on them. And now I still think they want to get a long-term deal done. I think that's really the ultimate goal there. They don't want to pay them whatever it's going to be, which is going to be pretty hefty. It's 15, 16 million, something like that a year. Do you think he's worth that? Because I've heard a lot of... It's really tough with me for him because he's not a super dynamic, like top five outside alpha male, number one, just dominant receiver. But he has been the focal point of our offense for pretty much since we drafted him. And he brings an attitude and a toughness to the team that is not really something that can be measured, but the the entire team feeds off him. Uh, he, he catches the ball great, but everything is, I mean, he'll catch 12 balls in a game for 70 yards. You know, everything is just two yards, three yards, four yards, five yards. Uh, he, he has started scoring more touchdowns. He's like he's a he's a PPR fantasy you know dream because he's going to catch a ton of balls. He's just not going to have that many yards. Recently, in the last couple of years, he's found his way into the end zone a little bit more, which is nice. Um, so it, it, it's I'm torn with it a little bit, especially because I'm really not in favor of paying receivers almost any of them unless they are just one of those dynamic, ridiculous alpha stud receivers, and he's certainly not that. But again, when you watching him as much as I have over the years, he brings an energy and a toughness and a consistency week in week out. Competitive is all get out. It's like man, it's tough to it's tough to just let that guy walk out of your out of your organization like that. So I think they still want to negotiate, get him under contract for a longer term deal. Is he worth all that money? Realistically, probably not. But, man, you hate to see a guy like that so young in his prime just walk out scot-free. Yeah, that's it's crazy because the knock that I've heard about him, and it seems like you're describing that too, is he doesn't stretch the field. He's not a speedster that's really getting huge 20-plus yard chunks down the field, and that's kind of what you're describing from your outside guy. But also, when you look at what Miami's kind of wanted, I felt like him and Devontae Parker – where a perfect marriage is your one-two. Because Parker is that big speedster, big body, stretch the field, go vertical, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And then you've kind of got just your gritty gamer in Jarvis, who I think is is a Swiss Army knife that's just a football player and can do everything for you. And that marriage just hasn't quite worked, and the inconsistency at quarterback hasn't helped either. 100%, the quarterback situation. But in, in regards to Parker, I'm with you in theory. That was supposed to be 
a, a great duo. And then when you pair that with a Kenny Stills as your third option, it's like, wow, on paper, that's a hell of a trio of a receiving core there. But then Devontae Parker can't seem to stay healthy. He's been inconsistent. Uh, he's shown flashes of, wow, he could be that number one guy because he is big, tall, can go up and get it. He can he can run a pretty healthy route tree there. And he's he's athletic and he's fast and he's like, Man, this would this is exactly what you want. We drafted him in the top fifteen a few years ago, and I was excited when we did it. I really liked him. He just hasn't really been able to stay healthy. So if he was able to stay healthy, and then Jarvis can then be your number two option, and maybe even sometimes your number three option when you got a Kenny Stills out there who's been playing pretty well as well. So man, it's it would be nice in theory. It should be a great trio. But if Jarvis Landry is your number one go to guy, your offense is not going to be very good. He cannot be your number one option. Now, as a number two, as a number three, okay, now we're talking about something. Now you might have a pretty dynamic offense. And if you put him in a New England Patriots uniform, Jarvis Landry is unbelievable. And that is, that's part of it, what scared me. If we walk, let him walk right Maybe out the, the Patriots door, snag him. a team like the Patriots getting him, and then he just ruins us like Wes Wilker did for almost a decade. And it's like, golly, dude, we cannot let that yeah. happen. So I'm with you. We need Parker to either end up being that number one guy or we got to go find a number one guy because Jarvis Landry just isn't that. But if he's your number two or number three, okay, your offense is pretty good. But then you're paying him like a number one. And that's and that's and that's where the conundrum comes in. So do and, you think they need to draft a receiver this year? Are, uh, are you no, looking at I'm the receivers in yet. the process? No. I'm not there yet. I still want to see if Devontae Parker can do something. Well, what year is he in now? Three he will or be, four? He will be going into his fourth year. So they've got an option then, right? Do they want to pick up the fifth year option or not? Yeah, at this point I think they have time. They don't have to really commit to that just yet. But, but I don't know. you're getting very close to that fringe window where you might not have either of these guys if you don't want to pay them. For sure. Because you're going year to year. If you're franchising Jarvis to yeah, show if me it, here. If it, if it stays as a franchise tag with him and they don't end up getting a deal done, then, yeah, you're looking at uh, 2019 being a year where maybe we need to reload the receivers. You know, that's that's a that's a very legitimate option there. But we need more help on the offensive line, tight end, and defense tremendously so I'm I'm just gonna hope and cross my fingers and bank on Devontae Parker growing into more of that number one kind of guy and I I know what Jarvis Landry is going to bring to the table every Sunday so I'm not worried about that all right other news regarding the franchise tag the Cowboys are reportedly going to put the tag on defensive end Demarcus Lawrence as they should which really doesn't come as much of a surprise yeah they absolutely should and there are people talking about well you need to lock up that guy to a long-term deal because he's proven he's a pass rusher. They're hard to come by, and the Cowboys have certainly struggled to find that dude since DeMarcus Ware, where I would say, yes, I, I completely agree with you, but DeMarcus Lawrence hasn't really proven consistency on his track record just yet. He's a one-year wonder at this point. So I'm not going to just hand the dude over a long-term big money deal, which has really ruined the Cowboys in the past. With a back injury in his past. Thank you. Which I know from experience, back injuries don't seem to get better, people. Another reason why, if I'm the Cowboys and McGlinchey or Williams or one of those tackles falls to you in round one at 19, I'm seriously considering that because that Tyron back is is not going to get any better like you just said. It's worrisome. But in regards to, to Lawrence... I think it's smart for them to franchise tag him, and I, I, I think I would let him play on that franchise tag and bite that one-year bullet of paying him quite a bit of money, but I don't want to get tied down to a, a, a 
you know, an Olivier Vernon contract with a guy like Lawrence who's only had one good year, and you've seen it too many times where a guy in a contract year really shows out, even though every other year before that he's either been injured or just inconsistent, and then boom, contract year, and, and he kicks ass. Let's see if he can do it one more time. Yep, I'm all about it. I think you franchise him, you eat the cap hit. Other news regarding the, the uh, franchise tag, Washington kicking around the tires about the idea of maybe franchising Kirk Cousins to get some trade value from him yes. versus letting him hit the free agent market and the Jets probably just go out and sign him. Oh, my gosh, man. If he if he goes to the Jets, there's no way he's volunteering himself to he's, the Jets. He's going to I the Jets. I'm I, willing to make a show bet with you right now that he signs really? with the Jets. Yeah. Wow. Whatever you want it to be. That's how sure I am that he signs with the Jets. Now, but you're assuming then he's going to be a free agent and he's not going to get tagged? I think no matter what, the only team that would even be stupid enough to trade for him via the tag are the Jets. Uh, yeah. I think Cleveland's probably dumb enough to do it. Cleveland's too. not going to do it. Okay. Well, I have also heard that they're he's dumb enough, not, yes, but I just don't think they they're going to do that. I've heard a couple of things. One, he's looking for a fully like the first fully guaranteed contract. Jets have the plenty NFL of money has ever d- had. They can do that. And then he's also uh, he he's saying that if he does get tagged and then a team trades for him, he's going coming out and saying now that he would not sign a long term deal with the team that signs him or that trades for him after being tagged by Washington. Well, I think the Even only thing I that I've heard it's is a load he's going to sue the Redskins. Yeah, this could get this could get crazy. I don't know if it's if it's worth. I mean, business wise, maybe it could be the smartest. It would be the smartest thing, but in terms of relationally and 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 all the backlash that you're going to get, and with that you and you you throw words around like suing and lawyers and this and that. Man, I don't know if it's worth the headache for for the Redskins when you've already. Done your deal. You've got your Alex Smith. You've already made that mistake of locking him down for five years. I don't know, dude. I don't know if it's worth the headache for for Washington. Yeah, man. I I can totally understand the and if logic. Kirk Cousins decides to go to the Jets, he is a schmuck. Why? Unless he's just getting paid a, a ridiculous. Amount Why of money. is he a schmuck? You just you just pinned the Jets as the only team dumb enough to trade for him. Why would that be an organization as a quarterback that I would want to volunteer myself? They're going to pay you a lot of money when I could go to Minnesota. Oh, I don't know that Minnesota's going to pay you what you or, want. Uh, I would, I would. I, I don't think Minnesota's an unlikely team to open up the wallet for Kirk Cousins, in my opinion. Look what the success they just had with Bradford and uh, Keenum. Yeah, and imagine the kind of success you could have with a quarterback who's better than those guys. Mm, yeah, maybe. Definitely. But why do I need to pay for that when I've proven that I can just win with an undrafted Dude, off the streets. Yeah, you can win games. You can get to the playoffs. I think Denver would be more likely than Minnesota at this point. Okay, but I think the Jets Denver, have that, a lot of money. Yeah, they Denver, make more I'd logical sense. But how many times have we seen these guys, they don't go to, oh, man, that could be the best situation for me to win. They go to, wow, this team's going to pay me a lot of money. From my understanding, there's a person in the front office with the Jets that he's got a close relationship with as well that was part of drafting him in mm, Washington. Didn't know that. Yeah. No, there, there's some there's some inside nuggets as to why the Jets could have the inside track to Kirk Cousins. Some familiarity there. Plus, it's New York. Plus, they've got a lot of money to spend. And you know what? The Jets have been a pretty damn competitive team. What? Yes. They were competitive with Josh McCown at quarterback. Uh, well, I guess you're right. They were they were better this year than everybody anticipated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No they're, they're not banging. You know, they're true. not like, oh my gosh, I'm scared of the Jets. They're making the playoffs. But... They were looking like a top three pick and ended up coming out and being a, around an eight and eight football team. All right, I think so Todd Bowles has done now. a hell of a job there. Kirk Cousins to the J E T E Jets. I'm saying it, and as a Dolphins fan, 
I don't know if that scares you. It wouldn't no, scare me. No, it does not scare me. It does not scare me. If the Jets were a quarterback away, maybe it would, but they are. They're not. Much more than a quarterback away. Hey, I got a fun fact for you. Ooh, yes. You ready for this? Yes. Adam Vinatieri. Oh, Vinatieri. 45 years old, has committed to his 23rd NFL season. With the Colts? Yes. And did you know that he has now played longer in a Colts uniform than he did in a Patriots? No way. And that is the craziest thing to imagine. When did he get to 12 Indy? years. 06? Because he was on that Super Bowl team. Indy. 12 years in Indy. So, yeah, 06 sounds That's about right. crazy. 10 years in New England, 12 in Indianapolis for Adam Vinatieri. And he'll be in the Hall of Fame. And and I still think of him, obviously, as a Patriot. No doubt. And to think that he's been in a Colts uniform for longer than a Patriots is just crazy to me. That dude, and he's still a hell of a kicker, too. That's the thing. So, wow. Shout out to Adam Vinatieri. And shout out to the Colts. Yeah, that's impressive, man. My gosh. Colts are also uh, a team that... Has some money to spend. They don't really need a Kirk Cousins, but they might go after my guy Anthony Hitchens in free agency. Bucks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they've cut running back Doug Martin, the muscle hamster. He's now on the streets. I don't know if he gets another job, man. You think he's done? I, you know how running backs are, bro. A Trent Richardson route. Just you don't you you go two years where you're averaging less than three yards a carry. Sorry, homie. Yeah. I, well, I I'll get a young that. gun in the fifth, sixth, undrafted. I don't even care. I'll, I'll pick a guy off the street as long as he's younger than you. I'll be all right. Yeah, it's, they're, they're turning it and burn it at the running back position. The Texans have cut uh, Brian Cushing. You can't stay off PEDs. Smoking that Brian Cushing, man. Yeah, they can't do it either. And the, the Chiefs I don't know recently if, cut Derek Johnson. I don't know if a team really wants him either. Yeah, Derek Johnson, I would, I would actually kick the tires oh, on I Derek would too. Johnson. I, I, would I don't too. know if I'm really into a Brian Cushing all now, that much. Injured a lot as well. Also old now, not into that. And the Titans, speaking of kickers and your Adam Vinatieri, they've given Ryan Suckup a five-year, $20 million deal, a fourth-richest contract for kicker in the National wow. Football League. Well, I guess there's something I don't know about Suckup. Maybe he's a hell of a kicker. I, I I really can't tell you one way or the other. I haven't studied much Ryan Suckup film, but hey, if he's a good kicker, good for them. I definitely would like the Dolphins to have a good kicker. I would love $4 million a year to, be to a kick kicker. balls. No, dude, I would not want to be a kicker, man. For $4 million a year, you would not oh, want to be a kicker? For $4 million, I would, but I'm just saying, I, it, being a kicker is not doesn't seem like it's all that great of a job. Why? You just you sit there all game, you do nothing, and then, oh, wow, everything's on your shoulders now. Go win it for Yeah, us. there's pros and cons, but the main Sucks. thing is, I'd say 80% of the time, you're doing nothing. Well, I'd you're rather paid be... a hefty sum. I'd rather be like the, the Kiffin brother, who's a pass rush specialist. Oh, for sure. At least making a quarter to a half a million a year. Yeah, no. I mean, I would take that too, but I'm not going to turn down being a kicker for four million freaking dollars. You see, ESPN and Fox are in a bidding war for one Peyton Manning calling some NFL action. Well, ESPN want them probably. For night. Yeah, I bet they do. They've got a huge hole because, first of all, as soon as you lost Mike Tirico for Sean McDonough, that was a downgrade. If anybody's going to fill a huge hole, I think it's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning can fill those holes. I think and he's he got loves, what it takes, dude. That taint is dripping. He's got that accuracy. You're so right about the taint, and he's so. He's so ready and willing to to use that taint to his advantage. Who is the other Fox? What's Fox want him for? Yeah, Fox wants him for the same for thing. Thursday nights. Probably. They got Thursday night now. Yeah, probably. I mean, what? I wonder how Aikman feels about that. Are they going to do the the Phil Sims to him? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, yeah. Troy. You're you're out of here. I don't know if they're doing that because Troy's still a hell of a broadcaster. I think so Phil. too. 
But you get Peyton Manning, you're telling me you're not putting him. Yeah, well, I don't know. They haven't even confirmed. One? They haven't even confirmed that it was going to be Buck and Aikman calling those Thursday night games, anyways. Especially since a lot of them are during baseball when Buck's going to be doing playoff games, yeah. and World Series yeah. stuff, whatever. Yeah. So they haven't even decided who's going to be the the broadcast team for those, anyways. So I don't think it's really a slap in the face to Aikman at all. Probably not. But ESPN, I'm sure they're willing to do whatever it takes to get Peyton in the Monday night booth, especially with Gruden out. And then we have Bill Polian talking about Lamar Jackson. I once had a tremendous respect for Bill Polian. God, has that gone out the window? Oh my gosh, he needs to get off television. He's just become old and senile, and his memories are like what happens to all of us, my grandfather's included in this, and what will probably happen to me and you when we get old. And the way we remember things is distorted, and we over-exaggerate. And, oh my God, I had Tom Brady as a first-round player, and then I never took him. And then he ended up being a New England Patriot, kicked my ass for a decade. I had Brady as a first-round player and then passed on him in the second, third, fourth, and fifth round. How ridiculous is that? And then in the sixth round, you know, still not going to do it. It's not worth it to have a backup quarterback who's a first-round worthy guy. Okay, Bill. Oops. Okay, Bill. I had Peyton Manning. Why was I going to take Tom Brady? Well, now he's saying that Lamar Jackson would just be a, even though he's never seen him run a route in his entire life, he's claiming that Lamar Jackson would be a phenomenal wide receiver and he should change positions. I don't think he wouldn't be a phenomenal receiver. I think I've always looked at him and said, man, I think that dude could be a legit wide receiver, but I I also don't think he'd be a bad quarterback. I just think it's a a pretty ignorant thing to say when you've never seen someone run a route or catch a ball to say that he would be a phenomenal wide receiver in the National Football League. Okay, so did he say that as in, like, I am projecting I could see it, or is he, like, it's a fact this dude will be, he would be? Yeah, he's saying, well, enough to to know that he should change positions and he should should become a receiver. Is what he, if he was okay. giving Lamar Jackson advice, you should be a receiver. I think you could be a very, very good receiver, even though I've never seen you run around or catch a football. Yeah. That's just dumb to me. And I haven't done my tape study yet on one Lamar Jackson, so I'm not going to sit here and say that he's going to be some phenomenal quarterback. But my God, the fact that you're going to tell me that he's going to be a great receiver when you've seen him do nothing receiver wise except for run with the ball, which is fine. But that does not mean you can run around or catch a ball, yeah. go over the middle, do anything like yeah. that. So, Bill Polian, cool it, homie. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. A body type, I can see that translating over, but that's such a projection. You have no idea. You have no There's idea. There's so many added variables that have to go well for that to happen. And okay, it's like, because okay, he can juke people talent. and he's fast. He's well, going like to be a great receiver. Terrell okay. Pryor, Braxton Miller. We've seen guys go that route. None but of which have been phenomenal. The dude's a quarterback. Evaluate him as a quarterback. And if you know for sure, darn it, that didn't work out, then we can look at maybe moving positions. As of today, I am the same as you. I have not looked at him either. But having watched him in college... The dude definitely can throw the football, and he can throw the football better than a lot of other guys we've seen come into the league, black or white, and nobody said, hey, you should be wide receiver. And he's been dominant ever since he set foot on a college football field, but he got better and better as the years went on, uh, especially as a pocket passer. Yep, I completely agree. So he's got a cannon. He can throw the deep ball. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to checking out his film, and we'll definitely bring back some – some analysis. I, I think guess? he's probably better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I would. Pr- I would like him. Better I was than not Teddy super high on Teddy. Off the, yeah, Teddy had a lot of success. Teddy, yeah. Teddy had some pretty good success until he got hurt with Minnesota. He, his trajectory was up, no doubt about it. He had outperformed my expectations. 
So I'm not going to sit here and say Lamar Jackson can't be a quarterback in the league. I am going to say that Bill Bolian. Bill Bolian? He is a Bolian. Bill Bolian. Going to bolt you right down the aisle. Get off TV. The lane. Get off my TV, Bill. Damn you, Bill. Old doddering man Damn on ESPN. You. We got anything else? Ryan Shazier says uh, he's going to make a comeback and be an all-pro. My man, Ryan Shazier. Keep the he's, faith, brother. That'd I, be I an heard, incredible last story. I heard he's been up and he's been, he's, been, walking. He's been moving around. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised, dude. Uh, just, just the mentality of those guys. It, it shows the different sensibilities that us have compared to them. Because if that happened to me, the last place you'd ever find me again is on a football field. Yeah. And all he's thinking about is getting back onto the football field. I'm with you That's on that. crazy, man. I'm with you on that. That is just crazy. No doubt. But I got a lot of respect for him because, dude, you're a ballsy SOB. Absolutely. Because that was such a just a generic play, too. It did, it was so it was, – that's a, it's a routine play that happens over and over again. It wasn't like some fluky thing. You just got to hit that, that, that right play spot. happens all the time. Yep. And the fact that you'd be willing to go put your face in there again is just insane to me, Ryan. But I got so much love for you. Yeah. He's a different breed, man. He's cut from a different cloth. But that – I mean, to me, sports is all about the stories. And that would be one that – It would be a hell of a story. Damn. Man. Instant classic, instant movie. We're right all pulling there. for you. We are all pulling for Shay's ear. Yeah, man. Thoughts and prayers to you. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. That's around the NFL. We'll be back for our Friday edition. And it's going to be, I think, uh, I think we're going to do biggest L, biggest dub of the week, baby. I think end of the week. That's what we should end with. What do you say, E? Hell yeah, dude. Peace out, everybody.